Section twenty nine on anything. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. On anything by Hilaire Belloc. Section twenty nine on Compiègne. The main room over the terrace of the palace in Compiègne, an autumn night in 1782. The room is lit with many candles, and there is dancing. The Queen of France is present, the court and some few of the neighboring gentry, among whom a lady called Madame de Lescrollet, about forty, silent and rather timid. A gentleman about the court, a trifle older than herself, stands by and talks to her, as she sits and looks at the dancing. He takes his title from Notre-Ville in the Forez, but has never been there. Madame d'Escrelais I cannot see anything in the Queen of what you say, Monsieur Notre-Ville. She seems to be a little violent and not vulgar. Monsignor de Notre-Ville It is precisely as you will, but I confess she spoils the room for me. The truth is that if she jostled and elbowed, she would please me better. She always looks as though she would. I am disappointed in my amusement. Madame d'Escrelais. Monsieur Notrebille, she is a good woman. I can see it in her eyes. They are very frank. Monsieur de Notrebille. Oh, yes, madame, they are frank enough. They are being frank just now to half the room. Ugh. I have seen a market woman looking so, but only at the return from market. He pauses. Have you ridden today? Madame de Escrelais, laughing gently. No, sir, I have not ridden. We do not ride at my age in Compiègne, but tell me, do you not think there is something majestic about the Queen? You must remember I have not seen her for three years, and it may be you are just used to her carriage. But do you not admire the poise of the head and that high manner? Or perhaps I should say, have you not admired them? Monsieur de Notrebille. Oh, yes, madam, I have admired it, and I do, as also her hairdresser and her shoemaker. Am I not at court? Madame de Escrelais. But they say it is at court that she is least admired. Monsieur de Notrebille shocked i would not presume to say that god forbid from what i have heard in the street i would say she was least admired in paris or perhaps musing perhaps in the village of lovenciennes nay i have forgotten st cloud st cloud would run lovenciennes hard madame d'escrelais i have due doubt these names are well known in versailles monsieur de notreville Madame Versailles knows everything and everybody, because Versailles is the queen. For myself, after many years in the full view of Versailles, and taking my money from Versailles, yet I cannot say I like Versailles. Madame d'Escrelais, innocently. And why not, sir? Monsieur de Notrebille, looking vaguely at the distant candles and speaking as vaguely. 
Upon my soul I cannot say it. It may be that Versailles is too frank, or perhaps there is too much poise about it. It is certainly majestic. Madame de Escrelais, as though merely to continue, It must compare well with poor Compiègne. Monsieur de Notreville, ceasing to look at the candles. I would not compare Versailles with Compiègne, because I have seen Versailles so much, and Compiègne so little. Indeed, madame, if you will believe me, I have but twice visited Compiègne since my years in garrison there, but that was fifteen years ago, and in those days, as you will remember, it was your father who befriended me. I found Compiègne very hospitable, and if I have returned there too seldom, I very readily acknowledge my error. Madame de Escrelais, as though to change the subject. Pray, sir, do you not find Compiègne much older? They say that age particularly affects Compiègne. Monseigneur de Notreville, with a little humor. I know that I have aged, but I would not swear for Compiègne. Madame de Escrelais, with enthusiasm. I cannot forbear to tell you that Compiègne in my eyes does not age, but grows. The walls of Compiègne are more subtle and her woods more deep. Her air is more gracious and full of certitude and peace than in those days I speak of when she held me for a full year. Madame d'Escrelais. Oh, held you, Monsieur de Notabile? You were under no constraint. It was your garrison. Monsieur de Notabile rapidly. Madame, my youth was held. But I have not told you all of my own aging, nor of this return to Compiègne. You say the town is aged also. Ah, you should see other towns. There is in Compiègne today, I swear to you, more deep and more desirable laughter than in the youngest and most virginal of towns. Madame d'Escrelais. Why, Monsieur de Notrebille, you grow lyrical, smiling. One would think you had seen too many towns. Monsieur de Notabile, lightly and rapidly. A man in the service must see many towns. It is not only his choice. I volunteered as well, and saw more towns than I positively needed, madame. To tell the truth, a man is none the better for visiting too many towns. Madame d'Escrelais. It is the appetite for travel, monsieur, and the love of adventure. Monsieur de Notabile. Precisely, madam, you put it very well. The appetite, madam, and the love of adventure, you put it very well indeed. Abruptly, it led me to Narbonne, to Flora, and to Cahors. Madame d'Escrelais, shuddering. Oh, Monsieur de Notabile, what dreadful names. Monsieur de Notabile, lightly. Not at all, madam, not at all. Delightful, but passing, very passing. Believe me, in the presence of Compiègne, no man desires to return to Flora, to Narbonne, nor even to Cahors. Madame d'Escrelais. No, but he may choose to visit other places. Monsieur Tinotreville, gravely. He may be compelled to visit them, madame. She looks away. Madame d'Escrelais is silent for a little while, then looks up at him as gravely. Must he visit so many towns? Monsieur de Notabile, slightly lifting his shoulders. Oh, must, must. Must is a strong word, madam. 
but does 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 is a working word madam and a man does visit many towns and he comes back to compiègne madame d'escalay thoughtfully sir compiègne has age upon it though you are pleased to call it by prettier names compiègne is even sad with age i will not deny her charm i will even concede her beauty but it is harder than ever to-day to be content with compiègne with a sudden change of tone we have spoken too much of cities we old friends who do not dance treat the place too much like a card-room and we converse when younger souls are full of the music tell me monsieur de notreville since the subject is more consonant with music and with dancing are you fond of verse monsieur de notreville solemnly i dote upon it especially such verse as may be written in praise of compiegne madame d'escalay's laughing oh monsieur de notreville you begin to be ridiculous come is there no verse you may cite as your favourite monsieur de notreville why madame i fear to seem even more ridiculous if i quote latin madame escalay's good-humouredly not at all sir we know latin in compiegne monsieur de notreville grimly so i seem to remember well then i confess my favourite verse is the horatian ode which begins dono gratius cram tibi and which ends he speaks glowingly Iracador, hydra tecum vivere emem tecum obium libens madame de escalays doubtfully are you quite sure you have the latin right she ponders a while for my own part i prefer the simple songs of our own people about here and the rhythms of children do you know now in irons plus osboy les lawyers sont coupés monsieur notabile almost yawning oh bless you yes who does not madam the music ceases and the reverence to the queen begins madame d'escalays as she moves forward says in a low tone to monsieur de notabile as she passes him when do you next come to compiegne monsieur de notabile as he goes out alone to himself when compiegne comes to meet me halfway which is perhaps a little difficult for so much stone the end of section twenty nine